Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 28 of the Creative Exponent Podcast. And last week was so fun with Heather Bullard. We got a lot of great comments on that. So if you missed it, you might want to go back and listen to it. She's a rock star stylist, and she talks all about her career as a stylist, as well as just kind of her perspective, which I think Mm -hmm. is a part of what's made her so successful, is that she approaches it in a... I know with just I guess uniqueness being very mm-hmm. important. It's not just about mm-hmm. making things look pretty. It's about having a story and a unique yeah. voice. And I think for anyone who's doing any kind of creating, even if it's just doing stuff in your own home, it's mm-hmm. it's valuable to listen to. Definitely. But to yeah. But today we're talking about the importance of defining success and this is definitely going to be true for creative entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah. or if you're thinking about turning your creativity into a business. But I think this is important. It may be just as important for people who are creating as a hobby and are yeah. always feeling that push into th- this is what you're doing is not purposeful or successful because right. it's not a business. Mm-hmm. So We're going to talk about it from both of those perspectives. I feel like I've said right and uh uh-huh and yeah about 75 times. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of those entrances. I just Mm -hmm. sort of plowed through it. So I'll just leave a little space here for you to (laughs) hop in and say something. I think you've said said it all. That was a great intro. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Oh, no. I really do think this is one of those topics, though, that can be... Sort of, it sounds really fluffy and it sounds like a business Hallmark card, you know, like, sure, okay, thumbs up, <laughs> I'll define success. And, but you know, the truth is, is it's really one of the most valuable things we can do because it sets, literally sets our mindset on what we're, what we find to be important. And, you know, I know we all, and I get this because I feel like I go through this about every few years. I have to kind of redefine that for myself or even maybe a couple times a year, you know, depending on what work looks like. So I don't know. I I think we go through these phases where we've got our minds fixated on the future. And so we kind of forget how that mindset is shaping our daily list and what we approach and what we tackle, what we put energy towards. So um, whether it's a thought we're having or a task that needs to, you know, happen. It's just knowing what success looks like for you. It really does. It totally shapes, you know, your days, what you're doing, yeah. how you spend your time. So while it sounds fluffy, be patient with us. Let's talk about it because it's a real thing. You know, that's a real, um, it can be a real gift or a real curse, really. Yeah, I think... A good, I'm trying, I was trying to think of an analogy while you were talking. And I think um, uh, maybe decorating a room would be a good analogy that you have to have mm-hmm. some sort of a destination, some yeah. sort of an idea of where you're going. If, so in the case of a room, you have some sort of an idea of what you want it to look like. You yeah. may not know exactly what pieces of furniture you're going to use or what, um, 
you know, what the end result is completely going to look like, mm-hmm. but you just have an idea of the direction that you want to go. You know what functions need to be performed in that room. You know if you want it to feel, you know, light and bright or, or colorful, mm-hmm. or if you want it very monochromatic, you want it restful. So you have these ideas of what you want it to look like, and then you can make decisions uh, along the way to get you yeah. to that point. And, and it sort of unfolds. And I think also with a room, you have sort of these milestones that can be celebrated. There are yeah. times when it's like, okay, we painted the walls. Right. Yes, <laughs> that is done. We can check that off the list. Yeah. And so... I think the same thing can really be applied to creative endeavors and certainly mm-hmm. to a creative business that you've got to have some sort of a destination. And I love how Shauna puts it that you, you know what, what you care about and you know what you want your days to look like. Yeah. And when, when you know that, then you have this destination, you know what your business, what you want your business to look and feel like. And yeah. when, and you can also set up some milestones along the way so that there, there's got to be times to stop and just enjoy what you've done. Yeah. Enjoy the view. Enjoy, yeah. you know, just so bad enjoy about that. what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I am always like, all right, done. What's next? You know, and that's, <laughs> that's a good thing, but it can also be really, quote, bad because you're not taking, you know, a moment to say, this is good. You know, I need to, to recognize where I am. You know, I feel. So have you, let me ask you something. Have you uh, ever done that then where you're like, you know, you're kind of blowing through all of these, you know, amazing things that you've accomplished and milestones that you've yeah. passed and everything. And then you get to the point and you're like, I, I haven't celebrated any of this. I haven't yeah. taken a minute. Sure. So have you like hit that point where you sure. recognize that? <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm just laughing at you. Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. Sorry feel, for the dumb question, right? Shauna. Jeez, jerk. <laughs> no, I just, yes, I've done that. I mean, I remember back in, um, it was 2014, I think, and I even remember it, it was sort of like these bigger moments, you know, just kind of plowing through the blog had been featured all over. I mean, in, mm-hmm. you know, all these publications and, and these really big, huge, reputable websites and, you know, the Wall Street Journal and all that good, you know, you're like, man, holy cow, you know, and then, you know, the book and then we, you know, we filmed a pilot for HGTV. And I remember right after that thinking, you know, like, I don't even... I feel like we've just, you know, I've not even stopped to say, like, let's go out to a nice dinner, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and say, you know, not to spend money, but to take a minute and say, we're just going to say, let's celebrate what we've done, you know? And I feel like that it's one of those things that you're probably, um, a lot of us are in the middle somewhere. I don't think that Um, most of us are in that kind of polar opposite place, you know, where we're celebrating every little thing or we don't ever sell, you know, it's somewhere in the middle. But I think what we do is we kind of trick our minds into saying, oh, no, yeah, I know. I know that that's good. I know that's, but I'm still busy and I'm frantic and I'm running around and I'm moving on to the next thing and I'm never really stopping to say, that was a big deal. You know, I mean, this Mm -hmm. is a big deal. I just feel like right now I'm doing that again 
for myself. So it's, I'm in a place where it's like, you know, I need to be, to slow down enough to be glad and grateful for where I am right now. You know, what's happened in this last year has been a big deal, you know, and sorry, (laughs) but it's, you know, it's something that's worth me taking a minute really just for myself because all that is is self-care. You know, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You're saying, you know, I matter enough to, to recognize that, you know, these things, you know, are important and I did it you know, and great. And yeah, there's still stuff I want to do, but this is important. And it, you know, I'm going to take a moment to, to congratulate myself, you know, and say, good job. Way to, way to do it. (laughs) Okay. What about you? How are you with all that? Yeah. I realized this was a few years ago. I realized that I was blowing through everything. I mm-hmm. wasn't taking any time to celebrate. And yeah. um, so actually it was when, so Shauna was on the Nate Burkus show before uh-huh. I was. And I yeah. guess the producers had asked her, yep. hey, anyone else we should ask to be on the show? Yep. She's like, yeah, I have a friend <laughs> named Marion and you should ask her to be on the show. So they called me shortly after and um, I ended up going and being on the show. And, um, and I remember like as I was getting ready for it, my biggest thing was I felt like I like didn't have anything nice to wear. I'm not like a super fashionable person. I'm really just great in sweatpants and a (laughs) t-shirt really fine with that. I would go everywhere in that (laughs) and be totally okay. And, um, so I was really stressed. I even Mm -hmm. asked you, I think, Mm -hmm. what should I wear a blazer? What should I wear? Like I felt really, and I felt like I was, you know, I just wasn't fashionable enough. I felt like I was overweight. So I just, so I was just picking the whole experience Mm -hmm. to death and making it all about my own insecurities Yeah, and not like, okay, first of all, I'm not on there to give fashion advice. I'm not on there to have my, you know, waist, hips and bust measured. I'm there to talk about decorating your home. And I'm going to New York right. and I'm going to be on a show and I'm, and it's all being paid for yeah. and I'm getting to like, um, so I was like, I am not going to be robbed of this experience. No. I am going to celebrate it. So mm-hmm. we bought second row t- tickets to Wicked on mm-hmm. Broadway. We went to a really great restaurant mm-hmm. in Manhattan. We went to, I mean, we walked all over the yeah. place just to experience New York. Yeah. And then I did the show and it was so fun. And I, I remembered after that just being like, okay, I need to just take time to, yeah. to do that, to intentionally celebrate. And so, yeah, but I think that, um, you've got to do that with, we're talking about these kind of big things that are, yeah, you know, maybe once in a lifetime opportunities, mm-hmm. but, I think it's just as important to celebrate the small mm-hmm. milestone accomplishments along the way that, that may or may not get you to those once, once in a lifetime yeah. opportunities, but things like, um, finishing an art class, completing mm-hmm. it from beginning to end, celebrating that. And, and it doesn't, you know, celebrating can be going out to dinner. It can be, you're, you frame what you did and you hang it yeah. on the wall. Maybe you frame the magazine feature. Maybe you um, have a little get together with your friends. Yeah. Um, or maybe even you just buy something special. Yeah. For I mean, mental intention is a huge part of it, you know, just to say, yeah. 
internally, this is a big deal. I'm really proud of what I've done. You know, I'm, I'm going to take a moment. Because I think when you don't, when you don't even do that, just the mental exercise of doing that, what you're doing is you're kind of robbing any progress or joy that you are already experiencing from your work, you know, you're robbing Mm -hmm. yourself of that. All with the better, you know, the hope of a better day and greener grass and the bigger success. And it's just, there's never then, nothing's really then ever enough. You know what I mean? It's really not. Um, and that's, I mean, that's the other thing we would say, like, it just doesn't, where you're headed just doesn't have to look like everybody else, you know, it, your success is just your own. Um, and while people will tell you success is not just about money, I think a lot of times we hear that and we say, oh yeah, right, right, (laughs) for sure. But then really internally, what are we doing to foster success that is not about money what are we doing to foster that mentality and celebrating is one of those things you know taking a minute to say this is a really big I mean even if it's just I had my first sale I you know I released my first collection I whatever it doesn't like you it doesn't have to be the big stuff I just think that intention is super powerful when it comes to then the way we view what's next and where we're headed, you know, um, we got to foster. It's sort of like you can't just, you know, walk away from that mentality of success is not about just about money if you don't ever replace it with other thoughts and other intentions. Right. And other, you know what I mean? Then it's yep. just, then it's like, well, I'm just going to kind of argue with myself, but I'm still going to believe that <laughs> in the back of my mind, you know? Um, yeah. Well, and it's so important because if you don't define what success looks like, then Mm -hmm. um, other people will. You're going to hear all the time what and see all the time what success looks like. Success is six figures a year. Success is Mm -hmm. so. And and I think there are a lot of people, and especially on Instagram, you start to get from scrolling through the feed, you start to get, and I think it just happens slowly and without you even realizing it, you start to get this sort of collective idea of this is what success is. This Mm -hmm. is what success looks like in all of Mm -hmm. what's presented in all of these feeds. And that's not what I'm doing or what I'm feeling or what's happened to me. So therefore I'm unsuccessful. So you've let sort of this, you know, all of these other people you're seeing and things that you're seeing mm-hmm. and advertisings about, uh, advertisings, advertisements about create, um, like creative business yeah. and what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing and all this. You're letting all of that define what success mm-hmm. looks like. When I realized, um, probably about maybe four years ago, I started just really struggling with certain aspects of my business, particularly the milk paint line, Mm -hmm. as it was getting just like, it was just big. It was just this big thing. Thing. Yeah. And I realized like, I was sort of at this turning point of like, I either need to really like make this everything I'm doing and like, you know, make it even bigger and really push for Mm -hmm. whatever success looks like and all this stuff. And, and I just realized like, man, this is, that's not what I want to be doing all the time. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to be dealing with label laws and managing retailers and trying to get into more markets. And Mm -hmm. I I just want to 
paint and create and work on my home and take yeah. pictures of it and write about it and yeah. and just connect with people through that. I don't want to be this big time yeah. CEO of a worldwide company. Yeah. I just like I felt so not only did I feel so like in over my head with that, yeah. but it just was not what I wanted. And so yeah. I think that it was so important for me to stop and recognize, okay, this is success. What do I really want? Yeah. Yeah. But this is, and we talked about this before we got on about Mm -hmm. just sort of the understanding what the big picture of Mm -hmm. the success that you're pushing for, like, what does that really look like? And is that really what you want? Because you when you start making a lot of money there's also a lot of um downsides and just crap that comes with it yeah and some people can handle it and they're fine with that and cool with it no problem and (laughs) other people it just destroys them so Mm -hmm. i think yeah anyway i'll let you address that because we were kind of talking about that beforehand yeah no i just think that it's important to you know, when you're, you know, because we all have people we look at and think, man, they've kind of made it in, quote, made it in this area that Mm -hmm. I like or that I'm drawn to. And I just think if you can, (laughs) if we can take a minute when we look at them and always look at that, number one, with a filter of understanding you don't know everything about their life just because you see, you know, them post every day online. It's just, it's not life. It is not life. And I cannot, I feel like I can't stress it enough. I feel like the last few months, even, especially with us all being removed from like going and doing, um, the amount that I spend talking, you know, with clients about that, I just feel like it's, it's worse now than it's ever been because that's Mm. how people are, you know, connecting. And again, we're not here to say that that's all bad. It's just, Try to always remember, you know, to, to look at at what you see with, with a little bit of, you know, knowledge and awareness that it's not all of someone's life you see. Um, and then... Yeah, and just because you've made this point too, that just because somebody looks successful yeah. and happy and all this stuff does not mean that they are. And we, no. I won't name names or anything, but there have been recent news stories of people who, you know, made it really big. They have... Yeah. national recognition and and things behind the scenes were not what they appeared yeah and, I mean that's and yeah I mean and that's that's a not an uncommon no. story at all no. is that you know you because because you put you know we all portray even if we're like hey real hashtag real life mm-hmm. it's like okay I you you have laundry on the floor right is that is that really the picture of your real life and right. I, I love how you had a friend who once pointed that out to you how mm-hmm. like Oh, your, yeah. your your real life still looks looks pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, because I, I really thought I was trying to be actually authentic, and they were like, yeah, yeah but it's still pretty tidy. So, and not, it's still not the actual physical house, but yeah, the curated picture of what life yeah. looks like, which is, as you know, probably one of the reasons I don't know that I could ever go back to solely um blogging again because that just I can't find that there's too much tension in it for me you know it feels a little too tense like I can't find a real good balance um in that place but but I think it kind of goes back to that um you know just not assuming that you know 
everything about everyone. And then also, like you mentioned, what comes with the perceived success that you like when you look at them, whoever the the them is, you know, Mm -hmm. what comes with that? You know, do they have a huge following? Do they have a TV show? Do they have, you know, what is it that appeals to you about them? And what comes with that? You know, it's, you know, I know we've talked about this a ton. The more followers you have on any platform, whether it's a blog or social media, you know, there's a lot more pressure. You know, there's a lot more scrutiny. Uh, There's a lot more, um, I hate to say it, but it's true, entitlement into like what you're doing in your life and feeling sort of entitled to know. Uh, You know, honestly, if I could trade and just snap my fingers, I would say (laughs) it would have been really awesome to have more of the online audience I have right now than what I had back when I was going through my divorce. That would have been great Mm -hmm. because that was brutal. (laughs) So I just think that there's, you know, there's always trade-offs, you know, and like you with money, it's just, again, responsibility. I mean, to be detailed, like the credit card bill, you know, that comes with a big banging company is stressful. (laughs) I mean, I know that's a small, (laughs) a small thing, but like there's all kinds of, you know, dealing with hiring, firing, managing employees and team building and all the things that begin to come with, quote, more and more success. It's just, a, yeah. it, it's real. It's not just the the moment by the pool, you know? It's not. <laughs> it's not what that It's like hardly like. ever the moment no. by the pool. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because, know. yeah, because it, it, it's a lot. It comes with yeah. a lot. And, um, yeah. and, and I've, you know, you see that. You see some... Some people can really push into it and they're, yeah. they they handle it really well, but you see some people just really shrink under it. Yeah. They can't, they just can't do it. So I think it's important to know, um, and, and I'm talking about any level of success. Yeah. Like, let's even take somebody who's, who's like a maker on Etsy who does, mm-hmm. um, like I love the sketchbook, sketchbook and co mm-hmm. they make sketchbooks out of old, yeah. um, out of old books. And books, they're just yeah. these wonderful little sketchbooks, really high quality, really cool. They always find really cool um, yeah. covers and things. And to buy one of their books, you have to like set an alarm and get right on there to, mm-hmm. to get, to get mm-hmm. one. And I, you know, you even have, you have them disappearing from your car as you're trying to buy them. Like it's super stressful. So anyway, let's talk about something like that. That they're these you know, independent makers, yeah. they're making all of their stuff on their own. They're doing the packing and shipping. I don't know how, if, if they have anyone working for them or mm-hmm. how many they have working for them. But you think about even just the stress that happens at, at that level. You have people right, mad yeah. because they had something in their cart and they didn't get it and they wanted it. You have people emailing you and asking if they can buy it ahead mm-hmm. of time because this, you know... Um, this was my favorite book as a child and I really Mm -hmm. need this book. And then, no, we don't do that. You know I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even just the stresses that can come with that. So I think it's, it's important to go into whatever you're doing with your eyes open, um, learn lessons from people who are doing it now and what Mm -hmm. you see them doing. Yeah. And, um, and, and know yourself. I, I, so I learned a few years ago that, I want to be successful. I want to make a good full-time income. I want to, um, you know, I, I want to be able to sustain doing what I love to do, Yeah. but I don't, there's, 
there are just certain levels that I don't want to reach. <laughs> I'm yeah. just okay yeah. with yeah. with not getting to a certain, you yeah. know, um, certain place of, of fame or, or whatever. I'm I'm just happy just doing good work mm-hmm. and just, you know, just being me in my studio. Yeah. I'm just happy with that. Yeah. And I think so, you just that's why it's so important to figure out what that really looks like for you. And that's where sort of rubber meets the road on the fluffy thing. It's, yeah, we can say things like, sure, it's not all about money and blah, blah, you know, all the normal things we hear, but it's just like that's where, this is where it comes into play is when you are in your day-to-day pursuing what you say or feel that you really want, where are you really going and are you excited about everything that comes with it? You know, yeah. um, and if and if you're not, I mean, of course, none of us are excited about all of it. But, you know, if you're not, then you're able to say, OK, but am I really is that what I really want? Is that what success really looks like for me? Because your answer may be, yes, I want, you know, I want to make a seven figure income and, <laughs> and I want, you know, a huge company and I want a team of however many or whatever those things are. And I'm willing to deal with the responsibilities or any downsides that come from that. That's what I want. That's the life I want. Or you're able to say, you know what? As a matter of fact, that's not really what I'm going for. I'm kind of going for like, just I'd love to make $75,000 a year or whatever your goal, you know, whatever the goal is. So I think um, those things, they matter a lot because they really do affect what choices you make, you know? And that, of course, as we know, affects what we wind up really doing, you know, where we really yeah. go. Um, yep. So. Well, and I, I think that the real bottom line to all of this is that, so if you're, if you know that your destination is just to provide a good full-time, you know, to do what you love yeah. and make a full-time income doing it, a good full-time income doing it, then you don't feel small or unimportant or like you you're just not doing enough when then you look at those people who their goals are to make Mm -hmm. you know to have a multi-million dollar global Mm -hmm. company with franchises all over the place then it's not like oh man well is that what I should be doing Mm -hmm. am I now small and unsuccessful because Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, it, it helps you. It, it's one of those things. And we've talked about this before about like having boundaries and having sort of a, um, you, your non-negotiables and mm-hmm. all of that. This really, I, I think this is maybe uh, where you start is, mm-hmm. is what does success look like? Yeah. And then that can help you say, you know, anything that's making me feel like I'm just not doing enough when I'm, I've already reached my definition of success. Yeah. Um, I, I need to tune out of that a little yeah. bit yep. more. I need to take a step back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, any, you know, and there's a lot of that out there now with, um, you know, mem- and we have a membership, um, group, we have mm-hmm. a mentoring group and a community yeah. group. And this is the mess. These are the kind of messages that mm-hmm. we are about in our group, which is why you'll never see ads from us that are like, you know, um, <laughs> come earn six figures in right. less than 90 days. Like, cause that's not what we're about. No. We're about like no. do what you love every day. That's what, and we, and we want to see you make money doing it. Yeah. Um, it, as a business owner, that's the point of it being a business. Mm-hmm. Otherwise just let it be a hobby. But 
yeah, we're just anyway, but there's a lot of that out there now of here, here's, you need to make more money. You need to be successful. Here's the formula. I'll tell you how. And so you've got to be so, you need to know what success is to you you. so that you do not, that does not start to make you then feel like you're not doing enough. I think it's so important. Yeah, it is. It's super important. Yeah. So this was an important conversation. It was. We started this like, I don't know, this might be really fluffy, but (laughs) as always, I end the conversation thinking like, I don't have the right degree to be talking about this stuff. I need to (laughs) go to school for about eight more years to have some initials (laughs) behind my name and make this more credible. (laughs) (laughs) Meh. Ah, which is okay. Because I you know what we didn't do? We didn't pick a creative contraption. I know, but you know what? I just grabbed one off my desk because I realized that. (laughs) And it's a let me tell you guys because we didn't plan this. This one is super super random. Okay, (laughs) Okay. I'm excited. I can't wait. (laughs) It's so. Can you even? I'll show it to Shauna. Do you even know what this is? (laughs) Uh, Well, no. Okay, it's so wide. Yeah. So, okay. What I'm holding up probably, it looks something like a little bit like a nail file, but it's really smooth. Only way bigger. And it has a pointed end and a smooth end. What's yeah. that? I said only way bigger. It's Yeah, it is a lot bigger. What it is, it's actually a bone paper folder. Okay. So it is, it is made out of bone. So if that's weirds you out or a problem it I'll have to tell you though, like in your hand, it feels really cool for some reason. It's like okay. just very tactile. But um, I got this from an art class that I took with um, Pam Carricker. Uh-huh. Man, her, first of all, her work is beautiful. And also, like, her studio is just gorgeous. You would love it. Wait, can we but, see pictures of that online? Or do you have to take the class yeah. to see it? Okay. <laughs> no, if you go, you look her up. I think it's Pam Carricker. I think it's C-A-R-R-I-C-K-E-R. It's something... I'll, I'll, we'll put it in the notes because okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but Pam Carricker, she's an artist. She does Got mixed it. media and sketching and everything. Really cool portraits and okay. stuff, but she did this whole supply list. It's where I learned about like flat mm-hmm. pencils and all of these. And this yeah. was one of her supply lists. So I'm like, well, I'll buy two. I'll buy a big <laughs> one and a little one. So I have a big one and then I put a little one in my, um, in my sketch bag, but what they're for is for for folding paper. So for making like really nice creases. So you, it and it doesn't damage the paper. So like if you used a metal ruler or a wooden ruler, it How might kind fancy. of damage. <laughs> it is. They're not expensive. You yeah. can just get them from Blick or something. So if you're into, I would say they're good for people if you're into mixed media art, mm-hmm. if you're into craft, My daughter. crafting with paper at all. I know. Um, I was thinking about that with Ava. She makes so, 900 pieces of origami a week. I'm not kidding. Okay. So you need to so, get her some bone, <laughs> um, some bone paper Interesting. folders. Okay. They work really well. Like I never would have thought like, I, I need one of these, but I... Anytime I'm so when I'm working in a sketchbook, sometimes mm-hmm. there are sketches I want to take out or something. Yeah. I can crease the paper and make a nice tear, and um, and you can use it for other things too, like rubbing a transfer oh, or um, there's just all paper. kinds of things. Yeah, so interesting. Who knew, just, guys? <laughs> I know. I told you 
totally random. That's a good it's one, a though. Cool, <clears throat> we sure didn't cool see it coming. <laughs> so that's great. No, yeah. that's what you get when we don't plan is I just grab something off my desk <laughs> that I know we haven't talked about before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So anyway. Um, so next week, we have another guest. We're talking yes. with um, Chloe of Chloe McIntosh of Boxwood Avenue. If mm-hmm. you want to do a little uh, looking up on her feed before yeah. we talk to her next week, um, so it's cool. just at at Boxwood Avenue. You'll find her, and um, and we have a conversation about really kind of her creative journey mm-hmm. and how life sort <clears throat> of you know I guess as an entrepreneur she sort of found ways to fit her creative work mm-hmm. into wherever she was in life, whether yeah. it was college or. Uh, yeah. Living on a ranch with her husband, and mm-hmm. um, a very and we cool also story. Talk about, very cool it is. story. Yeah, cool story. And we talk about her um, creative journey as a designer and mm-hmm. photographer and product designer and all of those things. So, yeah, yeah it'll be um, a good. One. It'll be a yeah. We've got some great I guests know. coming so up. Fun. I'm so excited. We have a few more interviews lined up. We're going to be doing guests a lot more just because mm-hmm. it's fun to talk to creatives. Um, so we have some good ones coming up. So if you have not clicked the subscribe box, you'll want to do that. Yeah, that's so you true. can listen to us regularly. Yeah. And not just us, but other people. And yeah. um, and I just I know we say it at the end, like the automatic thing, but I just want to say likes and comments mm-hmm. help a lot on yeah, podcasts. They do. Um to move up in rankings, to um, you know, just to be uh featured mm-hmm. by Um, podcast players so um, if you enjoy our podcast and haven't done that just take a minute and you know leave a review and show us a little love we appreciate it (laughs) we would that would be awesome so thanks a lot for listening and we will talk to you next week thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by ellie swope and johan wagner And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.